What is up everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, and welcome back to Founders Journal, my audio diary made public for the world. This show is all about giving you, the business builder, a backstage pass into building Morning Brew. My goal is to help you think better in order to build better. And before we hop into today's episode, I just want to give a huge thank you to my amazing listeners and specifically all of my listeners that have sent me emails over the last several days and weeks. It's amazing just how much this show has grown over the, I want to say it's like 130 episodes we've recorded now. But some of the the thoughtful emails I've gotten, it's remarkable, this community that we're building. It's amazing to get constant feedback from your customer. And it's amazing just how vulnerable people are getting, sharing with me their stories around their careers, around how they're navigating growing teams and the growing pains around that, of people who experience anxiety and OCD like myself. So I just want to thank everyone. I want to continue to encourage you to send me any questions, any feedback, uh, any thoughts you have for the show. My inbox is always open, alex at morningbrew.com. Please feel free to reach out to me whenever. Anyway, on to the show. Today's episode of Founders Journal is about how to give killer pump-up speeches to your team and specifically the pump-up speech that I gave to Morning Brew's team just a few days ago. Let's hop into it. So this past Monday, during our weekly all-hands, I decided to finish off the meeting with a 10-minute pump-up speech about why 2021 is the year of Morning Brew and why this year we become a true media brand that evolves from newsletter company to media company. And so how I want to start this is first by sharing why I even thought it made sense to do a company pump-up speech on the Monday after break. Here's how I think about it. It actually ties into my, my recent episode on New Year's resolutions and why I think they're broken. Very simply, it's a new year, and whether or not we want to admit it, we all assign a certain amount of mental gravity to the beginning of a new year. In our mind, we associate it with the start of something new in every aspect of life. Personally, we associate it with the start of new habits, losing weight, working out more, reading more, being more present, which is why we create resolutions as I talked about last episode. And then professionally, we also associate the new year with new things, new perspectives on what we want in our careers and what we don't want in our careers, and oftentimes renewed energy for the work that we're doing. This is a bit different for everyone, and oftentimes it's subconscious how a new year relates to our professional careers. But for me as a co-founder, I think it's really important to have a handle on what the, the prevailing narratives are around your business generally, but especially in a new year when people are yearning consciously or unconsciously for some sort of rallying cry, I want to make sure that we were there to give it to our team. And so that's why I thought it made sense for me to give a little bit of a pump up in this week's Monday all hands. One other small nuance I want to provide my listeners before going into what makes a great pump up speech is that it was trickier than normal to deliver this speech because Morning Brew has a quarterly meeting. We call it State of the Brunian. We, we love our horrible puns, where our leadership team walks the entire company through our performance as a business 
based on our goals in the previous quarter. And then we also walk people through what the game plan is for, for the upcoming quarter. And I think this is something that most companies of our size do. And I would just encourage you, even if you're smaller than Morning Brew, to think about doing it earlier as opposed to later to hold yourself accountable to centering the whole company on your North Star. Anyways, our next state of the Brunian is a week from yesterday. So it's on Monday, January, I guess it's the 11th, which added complexity to my all-hand speech yesterday. My goal was to get people fired up, to call out wins, to give people a sense of where we're headed, but I also didn't want to make it repetitious with our hour-long company address coming up. So how I decided to approach it was make my speech in our weekly all-hands what I consider to be an appetizer that would get people fired up, that would align them with a sense of purpose and remind everyone where we're going. But then it would just provide enough to hold everyone over for the main course in seven days. With that, I want to now break down my pump-up speech so that any manager or leader can be left with a, a playbook that you can take for your own company for future speeches you give to your teams. And what I'm going to do is share what I believe to be the five keys for a successful pump up and also read actual excerpts from my speech this week that I used. So the first key for a successful company pump up speech is the setup. You want a setup that is authentic and natural and transition smoothly from what had just been talked about before your speech so that when you get into your speech, it doesn't feel like there isn't flow. And so how I did that for our speech was leveraging the points of views of other senior leaders. For context, the way that we typically start our all-hands meetings in a normal meeting is with one P and one W from each leader. The P stands for priority and the W stands for a win. And each senior leader shares their one priority and their one win from the previous week. So what I did to create the right setup for my speech on Monday was we started the meeting with each senior leader sharing their one A or their one aspiration. Basically, each leader at the company, head of product, head of content, the GM of B2B, all went around and shared their biggest aspiration for Morning Brew as a company this year or their biggest aspiration for their specific organization. And while everyone had their unique take on the exercise, I made sure that each of their answers was thematic enough to pull it all together and use that as my transition for my speech. That is what acted as the foundation for my setup. And so the exact transition line that I used going from senior leaders sharing their ambitions to my actual speech was, quote, Obviously, from the leadership team, you heard a whole lot of ambition, most of which revolved around building a true multi-platform media brand that has enviable product experiences and can be monetized holistically. I'm going to come back to that in a second, but I want to look backwards for a minute in order to look forwards. And so this transition is going to, by the way, that's I'm out of my speech now. The transition is going to look different in every company and for every speech but making sure you're intentional about how you transition to the main event is super important. That was the first key of a successful pump-up speech. The second key for a successful pump-up speech is celebrating the past with specificity before talking about the future. Again, I'm going to personalize this for Morning Brew, but it's applicable for any company. 2020 was a massive year for Morning Brew. 
we grew revenue from 13 people or sorry, 13 million to 20 million. We nearly tripled headcount. We grew our audience by 60%. And so the way I thought about this was if I didn't lead with all of this accomplishment in lieu of a world pandemic, my thought is the speech would come off as tone deaf and unappreciative. And generally, this isn't just for the speech, but as a founder, it's such an important thing to celebrate small wins and big wins in a business. And when you fail to do so, it calls into question your care for your team. Like why, why work, why build, why get stressed within your professional career if you're not going to enjoy or not going to take time to enjoy the fruits of your and so many others' labor. And so I'm not saying you, you should over-celebrate because by the way, I think over-celebration is possible. But I think in a pump-up speech at the beginning of a year, it's absolutely the time and the place to call out success. And here's the way I would specifically celebrate the past to do it. The first thing I would say when celebrating your team and their accomplishments is less is more. Celebrate your top five successes from the past year, not your top 25. If you over-celebrate, each success will lose its impact. And the second and most important part of celebrating to your team is be specific. I can't emphasize this enough. People need proof to believe something. They need something to be able to latch on to. And for example, what's far more impactful than if I had said, you know, 2020 was a banner year for Morning Brew is if I said 2020 was Morning Brew's biggest year ever with revenue that grew by 62% to an all-time high of 21 million. Using specificity when celebrating your wins carries more weight and makes what you're saying more believable. And speaking of believability, that goes into the third key of a kick-ass pump-up speech. Once you celebrate the past with specificity, you want to share a vision that wows people believably. You want people to leave your meeting saying, I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to become the biggest name in business media. What you don't want people leaving and saying is, Alex has this huge vision for Morning Brew, but I have no idea what that actually looks like. And the way to do that is not to just state what the future looks like, to not just to state what your North Star is, but also to give your team clues as to why it is inevitable for us to get there. And so here's how that went for my speech. I started with a statement that was basically designed to get people's attention. And that statement was, quote, there are a few lenses or ways I look at the current state of the business to understand why Morning Brew has a nonstop, one-way ticket to the moon, end quote. Okay, so now I've grabbed attention, check. Then it was about finding ways to lend credibility to how we're going to actually have that one-way ticket to the moon and actually become a true media brand in 2021 and not just say it. And here's one way I did that. I said, quote, the most macro view of the business is the impact view. If you look at the ever-expanding impact this business, Morning Brew, has on society and how it's quite literally changing the lives of its customers, you can't help but feel immense pride and responsibility for what we're doing. Yes, we are the go-to hub for existing leaders like the CEO of GM, Mr. Beast, the founder of Girls Who Code, Vinny from Entourage, Barbara Corcoran, and so many others. But think about how many of tomorrow's leaders we're serving. We're informing and we're improving an entire generation of people that will run companies and countries for decades to come. And I couldn't, I literally couldn't think 
of a more humbling responsibility if I tried. And so my goal was to get people to believe, by the way, I ended the quote again. My goal was to get people to believe by bringing our goals, our lofty ambitions back down to earth to show people we're already changing people's lives and already some of the biggest names in business trust us. We've done the hardest part. Now it's just about executing and doing it in more places. And so my goal was, and, and I would say this for you in any speech you give is, I want people to be wowed, but I want people to be wowed believably. Next is the fourth key. Always, always, always bring it back to your people. Not only are your employees your audience, and every speech or speech giver should be obsessed with their audience, but also your employees are the jet fuel for the business. Your employees want to be validated, they deserve to be validated, and nothing will matter more in the future success of your business than the people in it that are pushing it forward. So here is how I highlighted our people in my speech. I said, quote, every single time that a new employee is onboarded at Morning Brew, and I catch up with them. I hear the same exact thing. They say how incredibly excited they are about the business because of the culture we have built, but most importantly, because of the quality of the people they are getting to work with. Nothing is more important than a business's people. And the fact that we have 65 people that are relentlessly curious and empathetic, and that take so much pride and purpose in the work they do with a bias towards challenging the status quo, it makes the future of the business look so incredibly bright. You know you're surrounded by people that will push you, that will support you, and that will push and support the business. We have a special group of people and a special culture here, and making sure that continues in 2021 is a massive priority, end quote. By this point in the speech, my hope is that our employees have been hooked by our massive ambition. They feel pride for all the success we've had. They see possibility and feel belief in transitioning from a newsletter company to a media brand and they feel seen and heard and believe they are in the driver's seat of our future. Now, the fifth and final key is the one that shows up in every single part of the speech. And that key is being thoughtful as the speaker to help people mentally organize what you're saying. Remember, anytime you speak for more than 30 seconds, there will be dozens of pieces of information for the audience to retain and remember. And remembering a dozen things is just not realistic for any audience. So the burden of proof is on you as the speaker to do a few things to keep things clear for the audience and make sure the audience knows what to walk away with. How I did this in my speech was through structure, storytelling, and repetition. I wanted to structure the speech in a way that flowed logically and was easy to understand. And so the way that I did that was to move chronologically, starting with the past and celebrating the past and then moving into the future and talking about the vision of the future. Next, I wanted to make sure the team stayed engaged throughout by using specific examples and stories to personalize what I was saying for employees. And then finally, I wanted people to walk away with one clear idea, one concept, one piece of information to latch onto. That piece of information was Morning Brew is becoming a media brand. If people walked away with nothing else, the only thing I wanted people to remember and to be able to repeat to others was Morning Brew is becoming a media brand. And so what I did to make sure that was top of mind for everyone after a 10-minute speech was leveraging repetition. I made repetition my best friend, as I've talked about in a past Founders Journal episode, so that this one sentence 
would be the thing that stuck with people long after this speech. Okay, deep breath. So to sum everything up, there are five aspects to a kick-ass pump-up speech. The first is a good setup. The second is a specific celebration of the past using specific examples. The third is a believable future. The fourth is showing people that it's all about the people. And the fifth is creating the right structure to keep people engaged and focused on the right things. As always, thank you all for listening to Founders Journal. And as I said in the very beginning, and I will say again, I would love to hear from my listeners. And my specific question I put to you after this episode is, what is the best speech you've ever been a part of, heard, or watched? I would love to hear from you what it was and what made it so great for you. Shoot me an email at alexatmorningbrew.com. And if I get some really good submissions, I'll share it on the next episode. Thank you everyone for the time. Have a great day and take it easy. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.